ready. Set. Welcome to Ready Set Gamecast, a bi-weekly podcast about video games and uncut gems. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by the Adam Sandler of gaming, Matt. What's an Adam Sandler reference? Uh, uh, there's the one where I'm he... from New Hampshire. Um, the Hanukkah song. Yep. Put on your yarmulke. Uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Big Daddy, Fifty First Dates. Uh, what's the one where he's really rich? Mr. Deeds. Oh, Mr. Deeds. That, like, could have been great. I feel like... Little Nicky? I don't think, like, I don't think I've seen Little Nicky. Mr. Deeds, like, he does so many movies that, like, are really good, and then they just kind of turn into bad stuff. Stuff. It's bad time. I like Adam Sandler. I I like... I, I used to own, I probably still own a lot of DVDs of Adam Sandler movies. Oh, I don't get me wrong. I love Adam Sandler. Well, I like Adam Sandler. I don't love all the things that he's done. Definitely there's a like middle point. I feel like he's kind of coming back around. There's definitely a middle point in his career where he was just churning out garbage for the paycheck. But I feel like he's kind of been wow. like, a, eh, I can, I can, I can do it. It's fine. Uh, he, there was, there was a movie he made where he played a character whose entire family, like his wife and kids died in nine 11 and he like played someone who's like super depressed and all throughout the movie, he's just playing shadow of Colossus on the PS2, just like. Huh. It's it's very visible. They show it several times. I think at one point he just like describes what he's doing in the game. It's not like a lay. We're just dropping this in like a background thing. It he's visibly playing Shadow Colossus throughout this movie. Do you know what that movie was called? <sighs> Check to IMDb. Adam I, Sandler right I, now. I am good. IMDb. Him. I was thinking, you know what movie he's in that I feel like is super underrated. Uh, uh, uncut funny gems. people really i think funny people was a pretty good movie and i think a lot of people didn't really like it i, I think maybe it's like a little too like self aggrandizing or something for like comedy people maybe or something um the movie i am describing is rain over me rain over me starring adam sandler and don cheadle when did that come out? Oh, I found it. It came out 2007. in 2007. Shortly after the year after the movie Click, which did make me cry. I very much enjoyed the movie Click. It made me cry a bit. There was a bit in the middle where I was like, okay, you're doing some goof ups That's a bit much, but uh, I did cry. I watched the movie. He, it was raining, and then my tears also created <laughs> rain on my face. Also going through, we got the longest yard. Oh, that's good. I could watch the longest yard right now. That. Uh, anger management. I don't think I ever saw that one, but that one was <sighs> like. I'm aware of it. I don't. I just remember thinking it was weird. Punch drunk love. Oh, the wedding singer, Waterboy. Man, 
There's a, there's a lot here. Adam Sandler makes the movies. Well, this great discussion brings us to uh, what what have you been playing? Uh, since I know what you put in your box, I'm going to start off with the video game Littlewood. So Littlewood is kind of a um, Animal Crossing meets Stardew Valley-esque game where it the... <laughs> The, like, story with it is that, like, you were an adventurer who saved the world. Um, You stopped a, like, evil wizard. And then, like, the game starts. Uh, this uh, chick that you were tra- uh, traveling with uh, goes, like, oh, man, you were passed out for, like, two weeks. How how, how are you go- doing? And, like, the your character doesn't speak, but you can like figure out what you say based on how they, what they say. It's a lot of them. Are, oh, you just said this. Uh, I find that weird. Uh, but huh. um, you have amnesia. You do not remember this grand, grand adventure. The only like things that you are able to figure out about the grand adventure is when people are really like, "Hey, remember when that happened? Remember when we like?" You're like, "No." Do you remember when we fought that dragon? Those good times. And like, no, I was no amnesia. Uh, <laughs> I've already told you this. I remember that part. <laughs> like, um, but uh, I've, I'm only like a few days in. But it's uh, like it starts off with you and and the people who like adventured with you uh, move into town. You pick out where you're gonna put their their houses. You're gonna move everything there's no there's nothing that cannot be adjusted from where mountains are from roads to anything anything can be moved um and i guess i i'm pretty sure you can create water i haven't messed with the the water i just leave the water where it is but i'm pretty sure you can move everything around wherever you want and as you kind of doing stuff like more people will move into town and then like they'll you'll talk to people and they'll be like hey here's the blueprints for a marketplace where you can then go to the marketplace and like you basically put stuff in the stalls and then like the next day like some of the stuff might have sold and then you get money uh and and basically you're kind of just doing stuff to to uh rebuild this town more people show up i got like this bird who's kind of a dick um and so it is like animal crossing in that regard i mean there's only the one bird that's a dick uh there's the only the one bird uh maybe all birds are dicks uh but well, ev- everyone else i is... like birds personally um well I, I fill my bird feeders and i watch them do you talk to them no i talk about them to my cat sometimes well maybe the birds are talking about you and saying that probably like hey we're out of food where's that guy <laughs> that fills this food up uh, do you get squirrels? Oh yeah, I love squirrels. Honestly, like I have a squirrel calendar. Two years running. Oh okay, like so it's a pre-made squirrel calendar. It's yeah. not like not like today I got a squirrel marking it down. No, it's like photos of squirrels holding props. Okay. Um, I like watching squirrels outwit bird feeders. Hmm. Yeah. It's it like it's it's because they'll be like this bird feeder will keep the squirrels out and they're the squirrels like 
No, I know this one. So if you kind of like pop the thing sideways, you can kind of like scurry in. And I live in this bird feeder now. <laughs> like I literally saw like a squirrel pop the top off and just kind of like pop his head down. And I'm oh, like, first. so this is your house. This is you got a bird feeder house now. Um, I yeah, squirrels are. So clever. you're on team squirrel, and you think birds are dicks. <sighs> Yeah, I I for sure wow. I for sure like if there was a like if there was a vote of like one has to go <laughs> I I'm I'm getting rid of the birds over the squirrels. That's a tough choice. I don't know that I could. Oh, so this I is really like I really like birds. Uh, I really like squirrels too, though. I don't know. <laughs> So this uh, little wood, birds. little wood is kind of one of those chill kind of like uh, build up uh, the town by just like doing simple things, just basically like talk to people every day, increase your friendship with them. Like what's kind of cool is that um, at the end of every day, you will get like kind kind of like what you get with Stardew Valley, where you'll kind of get the like, hey, the stuff uh, going up, um, but this you'll get two screens one showing the friendship with everybody and that is represented in levels there's not like hearts there's like level two with so and so level three and and it's kind of cool because it is throwing back on that uh adventuring uh hey you went on an rpg adventure and now you're leveling up your friendship and then after that it um it goes into the like leveling your skills like oh i went and fished and this i've got you know a little bit more fishing i uh you know chopped wood i got a little bit more wood chopping the thing is like you are not going to spend all day fishing because there is only like three or four fish in the ponds all together okay you 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 do eventually get a like a uh, city hall type thing where you can spend uh, stuff to uh, upgrade. Like, now there's a chance for more fish to spawn. There's a chance for more stuff. Um, but it's honestly really chill, real real simple. I'm I'm interested to see where things go. I know eventually you can go to mine, uh, do mining, and, like, unlock, um, you know, more stuff. Right now you're kind of locked into town, uh, at least early on. I'll be excited to see where the game goes, but it's it's got really chill vibes and so what well what differentiates it from I guess Stardew, right? Is it just like it's focused on building the town rather than building your plot kind of your farm? That's that's why uh, it's almost like the dead center between Animal Crossing and Stardew. Okay. Because like Animal Crossing is more just focused on the like talking to the people and just kind of like collecting stuff. Yeah, it's more of like a life sim, like you're just existing in that world. Yeah. Uh whereas so you have have some amount of that but you do have the goal of like okay, I'm, I'm building up the town. You can farm in in uh, Littlewood. I haven't messed with it too much. I just recently unlocked it, but you are planning stuff there's um there is uh that and there there's a lot on like okay getting money to then upgrade stuff uh okay uh upgrade the villages build or upgrade the um 
shops and stuff to unlock more stuff. So there's more like progression paths and like yeah. RPG kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like, and there is mining, which is like a a Stardew Valley. Like honestly, the mining seems very like honestly. If you imagine like Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley made out and made a video game baby, Little Woods that that's baby. how babies are made. That is making kisses make babies. Oh, um, I don't I know. I don't want to get like I don't want to give you a comprehensive look at it because like I said I'm very early on. It's yeah. got it's got very chill vibes if you're looking like hey Animal Crossing, I'm kind of seeing what I want to see. Uh Stardew Valley, I'm waiting for the new update. Check out Littlewood. It just hit 1.0. It's got really cool vibes and for the cool gamers with the ultra wide monitors, it supports ultra wide. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, anytime a game supports ultra wide, I'm gonna tell you about it because I'm an ultra wide gamer and I want the people to know. <laughs> uh, hey, ultra wide gamers! It's <laughs> really wide person. Welcome to the ultra wide uh, gamers podcast, <laughs> a podcast inside Ready Set Gamecast. I'm gonna eat five Big Macs. <laughs> um, one day, one if I finally get enough time, that's gonna happen. I keep thinking of it, about it. I'm like. One of these days, I'm going to figure... I have next week off. Maybe maybe I'll do it. Maybe we'll fi- film the first s- season of, of Food Crimes. Food uh, Crimes with Bryce? Oh, God. Um, hey, Matt, do you know what game doesn't support ultra-wide? Um, probably the only game I've been playing for a week and a half. What is that? It's... A little game you might have heard of, a little indie game that, you know, kind of had a few downloads. It's, uh, it's Fall Guys. It's Fall Guys. Yeah, it's Fall this Guys. Little, this little struggling indie game. Yes. I was also referring to Fall Guys, but I'm going to let Matt keep talking. Oh. Um, Bryce played Fall Guys. I played Fall Guys. Yeah. How 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 was it? What was your, what's your game? Would you love it? Do you hate it? Do you want some more of it? I am in this like rhythm of I'll wake up and before work I'll play a game or two depending on how far I get or if I win. Sometimes like I'll wake up and I'll be like I'm going to go win in Fall Guys and then I'll win in Fall Guys. Wait, but sometimes like, I don't win and so then I play like two or three more. When you say win, do you mean get the crown? Get the crown. Wow, we got a crown boy up in here. How many crowns you got? I just got my 20th the other day. I got the achievement for getting your 20th win uh, Holy a couple days ago. Holy buckets. I did it. I, I got the crown that they give you from doing the game pass real good. Oh, man. I'm Oh, that's the other. I'm almost maxed out on my game pass in that game. Wow. So I'm in the rhythm of like, yeah, in the morning and at the end of the day, like I've been playing a handful of games at a time. Matt, I'm going to I'm going to request from you your pro strats. Can you place them on okay. the table for me? I want to look at them. Yeah. Uh don't lose at team games is my my suggestion. Okay. Here's here's a question from <laughs> a casual casual fall guy to a professional uh fall guy. How important do you think defense is on team games? I play a lot of defense. I in fall ball, I primarily fall back towards the goal initially uh on the hoarders game mode where it's like the three different teams and 
everybody's trying to collect the balls, I generally figure out like who, which team is losing at first, as long as it's not my team. And then I'll go play like a defense against their area. So like I'll just hit the ball back to either of the other two sides. So that team's always losing. Oh, wow. That's attack. Things like that. Yeah. I basically, if you're in a three game, three game team mode, team up on one of the teams with Mm. the other team. That's, that's the best way to do that. Um, I, I am a strong proponent of like, you probably want at least two people, depending on how many people are in the team game, at least two people on defense of your thing, because there's a lot of people, especially with the egg one, everybody wants one you want. Yeah. One person like just, I don't know. I stand at the top middle platform if I'm playing defense and hold like the grab button. Oh yeah. That's, that's a, a great strategy because like, um, you can you you can keep like your eggs with just like one or two people and then yeah. and then if they're not playing defense you can just grab them but especially with the one where you are pushing the big balls around mm-hmm. you have to like keep, like you need i think defense one on each quarter cuz you can keep the balls in well with just like one person like one on each side yeah. because like three or four people are are going to get tripped up by one person blocking but if if no one is blocking, then they're just gonna roll through, and you're gonna lose all your balls, and it's gonna go bad. So we did. Uh, me, Beckers, and Darian did a Fall Guys uh, Let's Play. Uh, we recorded one the other night. Probably won't be out for a bit, but um, I kept going like, "Hey, team game, we should be covering defense." And they're just like, "You do that. We're gonna go grab the balls." And I'm like, "But I, there's ten of them. Please, I can't." <laughs> Like if if we push the balls in, they're just gonna knock them out. We need this isn't help me. So I as do you recommend the defense? Can I say that the Fall Guys master says defense is the key? Uh, whatever you're more comfortable with. I feel like in in like team sports in general, I tend towards a more defensive role. Mm. Like I will if I was like playing a pickup game of soccer, I would drop back. And I, I wouldn't necessarily be playing goal, but I play like defense and then like clear the ball, you know, to the offense. What is your favorite mode? Oh, uh, I'm, I think my favorite race, like, you know, one of the initial free for all rounds is the whirly gig. I really like that one. Uh, the whirly gig involves the spinning, uh, sticks i guess i would call them at for you know and then the windmills later on yeah yeah like fan blades but fan blades and yeah um that one's your favorite race that one's fine but like i i always get like i you i feel like the dead center is kind of like the best strategy even though like you'll still get tossed like the thing with the going dead center is that even if you get tossed, you'll get tossed to one of the side. Yeah, ones. so you so, still kind of progress. Yeah, but it's just like uh, if you mess up, I feel like I just get like whack against that thing over and over and over, and it gets frustrating. Um, I'll usually try to get through that twice, and if I fall off both times, then I'll just go around to the side. And also what's, what sucks about that one is that on that final bit, the, the like... The big windmill? Yeah, it just like it's so slow, so you just kind of have to like wait, like yeah. or or basically, I don't think I've ever succeeded waiting. I've just succeeded arriving at the correct time. 
I've been <laughs> I've been like, oh, I happen to be here where the where there's a gap. I'm okay. Otherwise, I'm aft. <laughs> um, personally, favorite game mode is the memorization one. I just huh. it, it just seems easy enough to. I mean, do. yeah, I have failed at that one, but yeah, I got tricked. Mm. I wasn't sure on the last one which which shape like was where, and then I got convinced that it was a different one, and then you know the people left. Wow! And then I lost. You you got you got bamboozled. And now that I think about it, I also really like the door dashing one where you dive through the oh, doors. Oh, I hate that one. They, I I think that one's hilarious, but I lose at it like I don't know a decent amount because it's, it's there's like no way to know. There, like, it's no, not... there is no tell. That's what's fun. It's complete. I don't know. It's fun to just throw yourself at a door and either have it break or you just hit it and fall. It's it's entirely luck, and I don't like. I I get the only strategy that arguably is, or do you throw yourself at the door, or do you wait and let yeah. other people try? But if you're in the front, it's like you got to take the chance. Might as well. It's better to jump and fall than not jump at all. That's my my slogan in Fall Guys. And then at the end of the day, like once you get to that final cliff, it basically is everyone just kind of like falling down and just like get up, get up, get up. Like it is so <laughs> such a madness. You're Ugh. just like hoping, yeah, other people don't land on you. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. Because like, oh, I hope I didn't land in a position that just every other person is gonna knock me down. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's a silly game. Okay, here's a question. How much legs do you think this game has? How long do you think people are going to be playing this? Or do you think I'm it's- not sure, but I saw Jeff Keighley tweet about how Gamescom opening night live, his like live show he does, is going to have a Fall Guy Season 2 preview. So it's blown up enough that he's featuring the Season 2 you know, trailer or whatever with the game modes and battle pass or something. You I know? guess, but I feel like Jeff Keeley's just everywhere right now. Like he, he was part of the Boulder's Gate three panel, which was like, this is completely unnecessary as, as excited as I am for Boulder's Gate three. Like you could have just thrown up a trailer with a release yeah. date because from my understanding there, there was a little bit more that we got. I'll cover that in a second, but basically they just replayed a section that we've already seen replayed, but now with Jeff Keighley there and also some other people, that is like, is is it just like a video game announcement is happening this summer? Jeff Keighley's there. He's like, I'm not doing anything. You just want, okay, I'll, I'll be there. I guess we'll see how it does after. I mean, since it's on PS Plus, though, you're, you're basically... Everybody owns that that has it on PS Plus. I've been playing on Steam, um, and it sold two million copies on Steam. I at, at least that was like the initial figure within that first week. I think it's probably sold you know significantly more since then. Yeah, I I feel like a lot of the people who have bought the game have bought it since launch. Like they've seen people play it. They've like their friends play it on PS Four. Yeah. Um, be like th- I've. Very few people have the pre-order skin. I've is is my mm. belief. Um, I definitely. I mean, it's completely approachable, right? Like anybody, any age. It's like it's almost like the Wii when it came out with Wii Sports. It's like anybody at any age can see this and get it, right? You run and you jump, and that's pretty much it. And I honestly, I think one of the biggest things that makes it work is that you can play as a 
play together with your friends. Yeah, and it's fun, and it's like no, it's really low. I don't know, really low stress, right? Low stakes. There's no competitive mode to it yet. I would not say there's low stress because literally the entire game is just like just you hoping to to get lucky. That's not a. It's not little wood where you're like la di da di da di. I'm gonna go fish. Yeah, I mean it's. it's a, it's a game show type thing and it right. you know but and like i said there's there's a, so much of it like how much of this do i have under my control uh it can be fiddly so i would say it's very stressful just ask tim the tat man yeah tim the tat man i watched yeah. that I, I watched him attempt for like 3 days to to get a win i i don't watch his stuff i just like his inability to get a crown just became that big that all the people knew that literally he did it was trending in the u.s on twitter and it was referring to tim well i also love that the fall guys twitter account was would like would taunt him it was like yeah it, it was the weirdest video games man speaking of that want to hear some video game news yeah that's that was good. Nice. <laughs> you like my visual and audio cues to yeah. let you know. Nice. Bryce, oh. the the thing played. All right, I heard it. Uh, we're gonna start off as we do with quick news. Uh, we have quite a bit of quick news and just a little bit of big news. Um, Halo Infinite has been delayed to 2021. Which is arguably a pretty big deal because that was supposed that was they're like, hey, this is the big Xbox launch game, and now it's not. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, and yeah, that is pretty big news. That's like, yeah, the biggest news Microsoft's gonna have this year besides, hey, here are here's our new thing finally. But on the same note, we still don't know how much it costs the Xbox cost. Yeah. So like, what what is the world of gaming right now? Uh, we actually have a couple uh delays, uh, which honestly isn't too surprising in the world that we live in. Uh, Death Loop has been delayed to next year, and so has Golf Story sequel Sports Story has been delayed. But we have some good news about some things that are coming, including the League of Legends character-based K-pop group. KDA is coming back with a new song on the 27th of this had year, they, of this month. Had they retired? I mean, I think they put out one song. Yeah, they just put Oh, out, that was it? Yeah, the they one did, song ever? They did Pop Stars, and that was it. Okay, then I've heard all of their, their whole, yep. Yep. you know, discography, I guess. Yep. Um, I'm a super fan. They... There was some special skins... Oh, uh, a pre-release single implies that... So they're doing the pre-release single on the 27th. And uh, according to Polygon, they are they are under the impression that the pre-release single implies that a full album may be coming. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it would be interesting. The thing that I find really interesting about KDA is that, like... Obviously, real musicians are making this. The League, the League of Legends characters aren't real, and they are not an actual music group, despite there being actual music. Um, so, what, like, what are you basing that on? 
the fact that the world is real. Um. <laughs> so it's interesting that like the musicians who make this are are just like being pasted over with these you know these League of Legends characters. I don't. I guess they're fine with it. It's just you think they could go on tour and it would be like. I, mean, I don't know. They'd have like an animated short play, but th- there would be the actual musicians playing on stage, but it's like kind of blacked out, you know? I mean, Hatsumiku goes on tour. The Gorillas goes on tour. Yes, you can 100% have... The thing with the Gorillas, though, is that like they are the actual band also. They just have avatars, right? Yeah. But... I was going to make that comparison and then realize that that didn't... I, I don't think that it's... applies. It's a weird like. Do people ever actually see the gorillas, or do they only ever actually see their avatars? I don't know what a gorillas yes concert looks and no. like. I've been to a gorillas concert actually. What, what's that look like? Uh, it looked like a full large band on stage with the gorillas and like the people singing and stuff. But they also had a giant, you know, video that played above. I went during their Plastic Beach tour, so mm-hmm. that was the one where they did all the like uh, features with you know. Like Snoop Dogg was in it, like Bruce Willis was in the music video for one of them. But like Snoop wasn't at the show, obviously. So they just had like a video with him saying something and then like, you know, played the music video while playing the song live. More or less. Sounds like a great way to It was interesting. It was a fun time. But you saw the human fleshy people on the stage. They had like a full they even had like an orchestra on stage. I know that like so Splatoon did a concert recently where they had kind of these like um I don't know, it was almost like a projection type thing. It was really interesting. I'm not really sure how to describe it, but they also had like real human band playing the music. Um and then like it was supposed to be like the Splatoon characters were doing the sing songs. Um it was interesting. Like, there's YouTube videos of it. I don't know if that would be what they would do. Who knows? I would not be surprised if one day we will find this out. Did you hear Travis Scott did a concert in Fortnite? Uh, I imagine everyone has done a concert in Fortnite. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Boulder's Gate 3 is going into early access September 30th. Uh, we were hoping that maybe we would get it in August. It is currently August 21st when I'm recording this, and we are not. It's too late. It's not coming. Uh, But September 30th, we will be able to play the early access version of Baldur's Gate 3, and I am excited. I am going to play the great Dungeons & Dragons character Fergus Bog, half-orc ranger, in Baldur's Gate 3. And it'll be great. I don't think this article has it. There was something about they were going to be... In mm-hmm. they plan to be in early access for like a year. I I don't know that, but I would not be surprised if it wasn't even more than that. Because from what what I've seen, they own the early access is only going to have like the first chapter of the game, um, available, and even that will have bugs. Like, do not expect a polished right. version of anything. Um, this is just a, hey, you really want to play Baldur's Gate right now? You want to help us figure out how to break the game? Here you go. Get, have at 25 it. 25-hour Act 1. Yeah. I, it's, uh, from what it seems like, it was a substantial Act 1, but uh, 
it's still only a small portion of the game. I'm excited. Uh, with that, with the recent stream where they announced um, the release date, we did see that, like, we have seen versions of the opening cinematic a few times, but they did add, like, a little hint more that uh, shows that, like, they're they're in hell. They are oh, in, okay. in the local. Which... Which like isn't that where Baldur's Gate is? No, Baldur's Gate is no? a sit is a city. A city, just a straight up like city, like any others. Like, um, I don't. I I haven't played through fully Baldur's Gate one or two, um. So I could not like tell you exactly. I think that like you go to Baldur's Gate during the video game Baldur's Gate, and that's kind of what the deal is for the is. first one. Yeah, and Baldur's Gate 2 is is you're in that general zone. Um but there's there's definitely some like I don't think you go to hell in in any of them. I know there's stuff to do with an evil god in the the first one. Um but there is a thing like when the rumors of a new Baldur's Gate 3 uh were mulling around um, Dungeons and Dragons released an adventure called Boulder's Gate into Avarice, Avernus, which is like the first layer of hell in uh, Dungeons and Dragons. And it was like, a, why would you call it, like, why would you make, call it Boulder's Gate, but have it focused on hell? Um, because, like, it's a city. What's, what, like, why don't you just have it about being about the city? Um, but then the game got announced and we're just now going like, oh, that makes perfect sense. The game starts off with you in hell. It's Baldur's. Okay. So now the, the pieces are all falling together. And you know what other pieces are falling together? The fact that the untitled goose game is getting local co-op. And you know what that means? They're getting another, they're getting another goose. What? Yep. They put two gooses in the untitled goose game. Yeah, I might I might play that. I haven't played it yet. Have you okay. I have played it and this saddens me because like this seems like a really great way to play it, but for all I can tell it's the exact same game. Yeah. It seems like it. It's like and, I've watched a couple you know, minutes of it on stream, but it's like, yeah, the similar in the trailer they showed like the similar antics. Yeah. Like, now there's two of you. And at the end of the day, like there's a lot of stuff of like goofing around and whatever. At the un- end of the day, Untitled Goose Game is a puzzle game. It is like a what kind of shenanigans do I have to do to achieve these goals? Like you have a list of things that you need to do to progress and you have to figure out how to execute those. Yeah, yeah, like you know, there's a deal like get the keys from the gardener and it's like a okay, if I honk at him over here, he will do this, and then I can go do this. Um, definitely, there's a lot of this that playing with co-op is just going to make this a thousand times easier. Because it's lo- short too, right? The game's only a couple hours. Oh uh, yeah, I think I think it took me maybe like four or five hours to beat. Okay. Um, there, you know, I don't I don't think I hundred percented it uh, because I think you only. You have to complete all of your tasks except for one to proceed. Um, and I think when you finish the game, they give you some bonus tasks that you can do. 
Um, so I guess that could be a thing that I we I could do in co-op is is try and achieve these bonus tasks. But I would have liked, hey, here's some more like stuff. Here's another area and more like puzzly stuff because like I playing it playing it with somebody else, I just go like, okay, I know how to do this. You you know, you also are here. Uh, sounds like a nice. A nice evening. Yeah, I would for someone who has never played it, uh, who wants to play it with their someone else, fully recommend. It's a it's a cool deal. Will only be added to by that co op element. For someone who has played it before, this doesn't really seem to add much. Just a, a way to play with your friends, but you already know how to solve the puzzles, uh, presumably. Yeah. Um, but this brings us to the big news. Matt, tell me about... Is there a jingle for that? I, we have the one video game news jingle, and I'll play it again. Okay, this is the big news, though, so... That was even bigger than last time. Yeah, we should make it slightly louder in post. <laughs> <laughs> Just boost the levels. Um, Bryce, have you heard about Free Fortnite? They're giving away the the uh, yeah free to play Fortnite. It's nice, here. finally! I've been waiting. Uh, but it's only the battle royale mode that's always been free. God. and they I, charge you twenty dollars for a skin. I I genuinely want to play the single player mode. Like that has always seemed kind of cool to me. Well, now you can still on a platform that supports it, but not on mobile. If it was ever on there, but I don't think it was. Sp- what do you mean? It was on Google and Apple phones. Save the World was on those? Oh, no, no. Yeah, that was, no. that's okay. not the case. I don't think. Don't quote me. Anyway, if you haven't heard, hashtag free Fortnite going around. Uh, Fortnite has been removed from both the Apple iOS platform and the Google Play store on Android because Epic Games decided that they wanted to create their own payment system uh, in the app or direct you to the web or something like that, but basically to route around the in-app purchases where Apple and Google both take 30%. Um, After making that change, Apple sent them, I think, a cease and desist? Uh, Or a lawsuit? uh, I think think it would start with a cease and desist, and then I think... Like Epic has been the one one stepping things up at each turn. Yeah. So at that moment, once they they sent this payment thing out saying, "Here are our new lower prices. Here's how to get our lower prices in app," uh, because otherwise, you know, basically they took the thirty percent cut that Apple and Google would be taking, and they just took that out. Um. And then Apple basically said, "Hey, you can't do that," and that's when Fortnite literally started a campaign a marketing campaign around free Fortnite because they had this 1980 Fortnite ad which is a parody of the original apple of an apple commercial yeah, yeah. if some people honestly like that was before my time um, but it's like a very notable ad in the commercial space over sh- time. sure but it, the Fortnite audience might not be aware if, if that like, hey, this is harkening back to an old Apple uh, ad. 
which you know is kind of a turnaround like apple used to be like we're unique and different and edgy and then they kind of became the like squares and now fortnite's like haha you're the you're the corporate <laughs> baddies now yeah and uh, i think the latest thing i've seen was fortnite promoting a like print your own free fortnite materials at home and it's like the old apple apple rainbow logo where with the stripe bars in color of the apple but it's the llama head now and it's free fortnite um but yeah epic has taken this whole thing and gone marketing with it it's weird <laughs> yeah let's not forget that they are doing a free fortnite tournament uh including an evil apple evil villain like like it's <sighs> there's an element of like i I wouldn't be surprised if their pipeline is very streamlined and they could pump out stuff quickly, but it also seems like they knew this would all go this way from the get-go, that they were ready with this shit. And- I mean, yeah, they literally had a trailer, then they had a <laughs> they had a tournament ready to announce. They had, they had in-game activity related to this. Imagine, imagine if... Apple just took it on the chin. <laughs> and they're just they're just like whatever. And 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 uh Fortnite's just like, but we we have this. What do Yeah, yeah, what do we do? <laughs> Throw this out? You sure you don't want to kick us off? Like you know, maybe. Um But now uh yeah, Apple and Epic are in a battle of I don't know what to call it, an arms race, I guess, of legal action right I, now. It should be noted that uh, Fortnite has also been co- kicked off Google's Play Store, yes. but the for- the fight seems to be square at Apple. Like, they are not parodying Google stuff or anything. It is uh, the thing seems directly fucking with Apple. And it, these lawsuits are both with Apple and Google, but the Fortnite's Epic's whole thing is is targeted directly at Apple, uh, seems to be the case. Um, but yeah, this... At, because of what Epic is, they are not just the people who make Fortnite, they are the people who make the Unreal Engine. They are, you know... They do more than that Fortnite. They've so- been featured for years on Apple's presentation stages at their events with, hey, we've partnered with Epic and they are working on, I can't remember the name of their slasher, you know, sword game they had on mobile, but it was like this Unreal Engine 3 demo of here's Unreal running on an iPhone and here's this game. And they've been doing that forever at this point. Yeah, Epic, Epic makes games. They make the engine that makes games. They publish games. And so this fight is way bigger than just Fortnite. And that means the consequences are much bigger than Fortnite. So when Apple fired back, it took down way more than Fortnite. Yeah, they're they're now threatening to remove the complete, like, developer privilege or something along those lines of epic yeah from my understanding that basically means if you made a game using the unreal engine and with like it it's a very good idea to use the unreal engine at least has been because when fortnite 
made Epic all that money, they were like, hey, Unreal Engine, free. Uh, up until you make a certain uh, dollar amount from your game. And I think it's like a million dollars. It's some like really high amount that people are like, holy shit, yeah, this is great. I This makes making uh, games way easier. Um, and it's like I don't have to worry about the, the uh, money. Um, so there's probably a lot of people who jumped at that and were like, yeah, I'm going to put my game out using Unreal. And now they're basically being locked out of iOS because of this, because Epic, you know, pulling these punches that they're just like an indie dev. just like, I fucked up. I didn't know this was going to happen. Ultimately, Epic is on the side of those people, though. Um, <sighs> and that's their, their main base for their argument, right, is, hey, we have the leverage to do this. Uh, the app store is taking a 30% cut on every transaction is too high. And that literally helps every app. It just hurts Google and Apple yes. at the end of the day, if they can win that. I 100% agree. Like, I do not think the the level that, like, Apple and uh, iOS, uh, the I, iOS store uh, bring to yeah, the, the table... App store table by running these stores equals 30% of every sale. Um it's like you don't you don't buy Twitch uh currency on the app because you are going to lose money. Right. Um and f- especially for Fortnite, like Fortnite, I'm sure a large amount of the people who play are younger kids who are playing on a mobile device. They their parents will be like, "Yeah, play on my phone while I watch TV." Um <laughs> Or or some sort of tablet. Like you, it's way easier to get your kid an Amazon Fire tablet than you know get them a PlayStation Four. Just get them a Switch. The arguably that too, but yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't know what I don't know what Nintendo's cut is like. Yeah, I don't know what the cut on other like PlayStation and Xbox and stuff is like. That's that's an interesting thing to be like. How does that line up? Would it? Would it be more fair for the uh, Apple to line up with like what Nintendo takes? Because I don't know what these. Yeah, I don't know what they take either. Um, and yeah, like there is a case to be said that like at the end of the day, they're doing a good thing, but the way they're going about it is so weird. And when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, that's amazing, and that's hilarious," and then like. The more it's gone on, I've been like, well, this is, yeah, this is bizarre, like, how much they plan this out and how much that is falling into place for them. It's... And it's, like, kind of upsetting in a weird way. Yeah, it, I think it went from, hey, this is interesting, oh, this is kind of cool that they're standing up, and, I mean, at the end of the day, they also want more to make more money on their end. Right. Um... But, but like they're the guys that can do it. Yeah, I mean they Fortnite is the get, the one that forced Sony to open crossplay. Like right. literally they they were being like you know, everybody else had crossplay and then everybody just yelled at them of like, let us play Fortnite and once and they let Fortnite was the one who got it first and but once you open that door, you couldn't shut it. Now anybody who wants it can basically have it. Um and so Yes, if anyone's going to do this, it's going to be epic. It's going to be Fortnite. 
but it feel it just feels super manipulative, especially because like who Fortnite gamers are and the way that they're going up about this whole thing feels like they're trying to weaponize children for business. I mean, weaponizing your your consumer base regardless of who they are for that is is it is kind of a weird yeah practice. Yeah, it's like do the do the settle this in court. Right. Like what what do you want to achieve by having everyone like use this hashtag by doing these weird things? Like what do you want other than to I don't know, bully Apple into giving you what you want? Probably, right? Like make them give you ground before it gets to a courtroom, right? Like make them say, yeah, you're right. We're wrong. We're only going to take a 15% cut now or something. Yeah. It's, it's super weird. And I'm not, I, I don't think this is the way they should be doing it. It's, it's interesting to look out from a deal, but it also reeks of like, this is manipulative. This is weird. Um. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> what we have to say about the Fortnite. But if you want to say about should this podcast be the greatest thing possible, I have something to help you out with that by going to patreon.com slash lastgeek and supporting us for the low, low price of $5 a month. You get a shout-out on each and every episode of Ready, Set, Gamecast, like Aaron C. and Dragons Lucas did. Thank you for helping support the show, helping keep them lights on, and uh, allowing us to feed the chickens. Uh, Hey, Ready, Set, Game Chat is coming out again. Uh, Darian has picked the game The Suicide of Rachel Foster, which will be the very next episode. I intend to play it next week. That's good to know. Yep. Uh we were we were doing a giveaway of who would who would receive this game. They had to tweet at us their favorite episode. Uh and That's a lot of rules already. <laughs> they could have said they all all they had to say was a number less than the amount of episodes we've made. So or if, equal to. Or equal to. The one we are currently making would apply. Uh, if you did like, like some spaceballs logic, (laughs) if you were doing episode 99, you, that would feel disqualifying, but really at this point I would have accepted that because no one (laughs) tweeted at us at all since we started this contest. That's sad. So, so so no one won. I have an extra, I think I have two extra copies of the suicide of Rachel Foster because I, I don't remember if I bought a second bundle because she wanted to give away the whole bundle. Oh boy. Um So maybe like may next hey, if at any point someone hears this and tweets at Ready Set Gamecast and says, I would like a copy of the Suicide of Rachel Foster, I imagine the code will still be good and I will send you that You'll code. You'll just give it to them. Yeah. I will give you that code. If if, if you were listening to this in the year 2025, I will I will give you. And you su- still have the code. Yes, uh, this is a one time offer. One person gets to take this 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 deal. I have one code, and it could be you. What so. if you just like started? Well, no, it's probably not. <laughs> I was gonna say like dropping pieces of it 
<laughs> like here's yes. part of it in a tweet here's a letter of x because people people are 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 dying for this yes code. they the the task of tweeting a number less than 70 nine 78 less than 78 uh no no you're oh. right you are right 78 because the current one's 78 so any a number less than 79 at at the ready set game cash twitter uh, it's RS Gamecast on Twitter. If anybody does did that, <laughs> they would w- receive this. But that task was too high. But deciphering random numbers of a code throughout our several tweets—that's what would have got them. That's I mean, what that's how you, you got to be like cryptic and make a thing yeah. out of it, right? You got to make an ARG. M- yeah. Hey, look at our last twenty tweets. It was a code for the suicide of Rachel Foster. But you didn't see that coming. <laughs> I like it. Uh, hey Matt, do you recognize this jingle? That's when Darian usually talks. Well, she's not here, so I hand it to you, sir. Do you want to be part of the show? Go to readysetgamecast.com/submit to submit a question, comment, or your favorite f- flavor of popsicle for us to read on the show. And type of popsicle, like, because, you know, it might just be like a regular pop. I'd consider like the ices, you know, like the ones in the plastic tube, a popsicle. Honestly, when you said popsicle, that's the first place my mind went. I pictured like the, you know, wooden stick. Mm. I wooden sticks. Like the riddle. What, wooden sticks. Wooden sticks scare me because one time I ate a corn dog and I got a splinter in my mouth. So I don't mess with the sticks anymore. That's sad. Because corn is. dogs are really good. I guess you could have a corn dog without a stick. I guess. Do but... like a pig in the blanket style, but it's a little corn dog. Sure. Pigs in the blanket, very good. Yeah. Very good. Totally. I like any sort of hors d'oeuvre. I can eat a lot of those. Yeah. Matt, uh, do you have a <laughs> do you have a question? What's your favorite hors d'oeuvre also? Um from Eloy Lima. When did video games first become important to you? That's to you, Bryce. Oh, um, okay. So that, I mean, that's so hard to like answer. Like I would argue that they've always been a part of my life. Like we, I did NES when I was quite young. Like I, I think I've seen, saw the video of, us getting it or a picture or something um and like i i have a videotape of (laughs) the tape is just like bryce and brandon play nes and i guess my dad just like pointed a camera at me and my brother and it was like i guess like a single player game um (laughs) it's probably it's probably like mario like like Mario 3, like, you can't technically play at the same time. You just, uh, like, switch between. Um, So, it was, like, basically, my brother being older than me, he would play, and then I would, like, at a certain point, be like, I want to play, too. And then my dad would be like, let him play. He's like, okay. uh, But once he died, like, my brother, being the clever, clever butthole that he is, he'd be like, (laughs) He'd be like, okay, but once he, he dies, then I, I get to play again. And me being, like, 
younger and not as good, like five seconds later, I die. And they're like, okay, my turn. <laughs> like, and then you saw me getting upset. It's a, it's a great thing. Maybe I'll, I, maybe I'll stream it one day. Maybe just like, did you ever have a Sega? I did. I did. We actually had, Were you, did you get to play as tails? No, honestly, I don't think there was very many times that like me and my brother played games oh, at the same time. I was gonna say, as a little brother, I got to play as Tails when we played Sonic. <laughs> uh, I think I think we just co- kind of played our own things at our own times, which like most early games were like kind of designed that way. Like you play by yourself, even when you're playing co, you know, even when you're playing Mario and you're playing as Luigi, you're basically playing Mario again. Yeah. Um, I think I do remember playing Contra with my brother. That is a game that I do remember. Um, that was a good co-op game. Yeah, yeah. That that, I think that was like the first really good co-op game. Um, yeah. So like that is like been a part of my life. Though there was parts of my life that it was less big. There, though there was, God, like I'm just gonna say like. Always and not like in different ways, video games have been an important part of my life. There was a point where I did not have internet, I did not have cable. Uh, the only thing I had was a PlayStation 2 and a copy of like Final Fantasy 11, which it's 13 is the MMO, right? 14. Okay, I think it's Final Fantasy 11. Um, uh yeah, so I didn't have cable, I didn't have internet. I just had a PS2 and a copy of Final Fantasy 11, and I would work, and I would get off work, and when I got bored, I would play grind on Final Fantasy 11 until I passed out, and then I would get up and I would go to work, and then I would grind on Final Fantasy 11 until I passed out, and that would be what I did for entertainment because that is all I had. Um, it wasn't a great time in my life. But I would argue video games were very important to me at yeah, that time. Probably very important then. <laughs> um it was fun fact, that's the only Final Fantasy game I've beaten. Uh, Did you enjoy it? <laughs> no. Not I don't I don't I don't I cannot say that I do. I just remember being miserable that in that point of it was just kind of like I was existing. I was yeah. just kinda of like there has to be something more. I'm gonna get out of this yeah. loop. Yeah, yeah, and then I got internet, and things got better. Uh, <laughs> Matt, when when did video games first become important to you? So I think I kind of read it the same way you did, or went to the same place you did, where I was like, okay, what's my earliest memory of video game and having video games? And same thing is like at an NES. Um, I think it was actually my brother's. Uh, he's a little bit older than me, but not like not a huge amount. So. I think technically that was his and like I just got to play it. So I played a lot of the I had the Mario cartridge with Duck Hunt and the track game and we had like the pressure pad track star game. Oh yeah, I had that too. Yeah. I keep, so I keep looking for our pressure pad. Like I I feel like I remember our, my parents like sticking it up uh high in like a closet. <laughs> I've like dug through that closet several times and I can't find it, but it's like, I don't know where else it would be. And then there were a couple of other games, uh, Blaster Master um, and Rampage, I think. But there's like a handful of games there that I played 
a lot of just like early on by myself and I guess that would probably like I played the intro to Metroid over and over again because I wasn't very good at Metroid so I'd say probably somewhere in that like I don't know six-year-old range maybe I was about six probably when I was playing those because then not too long after that I got uh a Super Nintendo with Donkey Kong Country, and that's like one of the most vivid early video game memories I have. Is I think it was Christmas, and I got the Donkey Kong Country bundle of a Super Nintendo, and it was like that was my video game, and the NES was my brother's. That was kind of like how I took it, at least at you know however old I was. That's at the how time. I decided. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't know. I think in that that like that time, that moment is probably what I would think of as that's when they first became important to me. I was like, "Wow, this thing is mine and it's so cool and I love Donkey Kong Country." <laughs> I don't even know what it is yet. Yeah, like I mean, like I said, like video games have been important to me in different ways throughout my life. Like, I mean, early on it was a uh, a source of entertainment, I would say maybe like when I first played it, no, it wasn't really that important. Like I was uh, thinking Power Rangers were cool and like this wasn't like a big thing. Uh, maybe when I was like early teenager, I would say then it like when it, when computer, when I started doing computer games, I think that's where it really like started to become like part of my personality, I guess. Like, like this is the thing that I care a lot about. And I think, I think like the big thing about that though was the fact that I had the internet. When as soon as like you have somebody to share it with, it becomes like a more important thing instead of just like, yes, this is equivalent to watching TV. Um mm. it's it's a deal of like, oh yes, we're playing this game together. We are sharing information about this game. Um but like it was very bit I played like creatures one and two which was like a like babysitting creatures type thing um and then i played like very basic mmos uh muds which were basically an mmo but text-based um yeah i played some star wars mm uh star wars muds um and you know and then like multiple user documents or something (sighs) what does mud stand for I think it's I think it's technically M U D D. No, it is uh multi user dungeon. Dungeon. Yes. That was close. Yeah. <laughs> Document it's like you're just all writing in a word doc. Nope. Uh which I think I think is is harkens back to like uh was it York? Um Zork. Zork. That's that's the thing. Um because you know it's all text based and and then obviously kind of Dungeons and Dragons uh type thing. Uh I played Star Wars, so it was less uh that, but um and and yeah, like the more like I had to share it with people and then there was a point where you know, it became wh- when I kind of had adulthood and was you know trying to figure out how to live on my own i had a like playstation and this was a thing i did and then definitely like in the last like 10 years where i you know started making content where i've like a lot of the people i know i know through gaming through streaming 
It's like, it's very, very important to me. And arguably, like, I don't play as much games as I have before, but like the community, the people I've met, I met through gaming. So it's like, you know, it's important to me as a source of community. So throughout my life, like different things. Also, like, me and my brother, my brother's a dick. Um, <laughs> every time I see him, he is a dick. But a lot of the interactions I've had with my brother throughout my life, like since we moved, uh, stopped living together, um, have been through gaming. Like there was like an entire year or two that I literally could not tell you where my brother was. Like I, th- we, I think we lived in the same town. I don't think he moved away. But like, if you ask, like, "Oh, where's your brother at?" I'd be like, "I don't, I don't know. I haven't talked to him." Haven't in a year. seen him. Yeah, in a year. Um, and then like, I think uh, was it? I think like Kanan Lynch one came out, and we were like, "Hey, you want to co-op this?" And like, I talked to my brother for a little bit while we played through that. Like, we played through Destiny one together. Like, I would say a lot of the like. The the most I have talked to my brother in in spurts have been while co-oping games together online. I feel like you should foster that that relationship through that. Sure, but I my, don't know. Sure, but as I've stated, my brother's a dick. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's it's a, a relationship with a dick. Like when when I. Uh, see him at Christmas. He's just like, "Hey, fuck you!" Here's, here's a present. <laughs> I was over at his house earlier today because he has a washing machine, and uh, we need to use it. He wasn't there though, so it was fine. Oh, <laughs> um. So that answers the question. Where? When did video games first become important to you? Uh, yeah, yeah. This uh, I played the most video games when I was in high school, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think. You just have more free time. I feel like that's got to be true for most. College, I played a good amount too, but not nearly as much as high school. Were you like, were you a good student in college? Yeah. Okay. Relatively. Like, I've always been a relatively good student. Not like super, never been one to study super hard. Like, I'll do, I'll do my assignments, you know, I'll do homework, I'll do decently on tests, but I'm not going to like, spend time trying to study and you know ace a test it's like okay i know as much as i know and yeah that's good enough you know and like get a b or something yeah i'd I'd say i'm probably about that same way but high school i just did not care i was not there like mentally i i think i tried to skip as much as i possibly could um Fun fact about me, I dropped out of high school. Um, college was better because at least... You, like, chose to be there then? Well, yes, but also... Uh, so my high school, my hometown, like, the amount of people in my grade was, like, 26. Oh, wow. So That's, like, what every class for me was. Yeah, so, like, there is no picking classes. Everybody takes the same classes. You are... You have your math, you have your science, you have your history. There's not like, oh, you want to try, you want to, you know, learn about this? Take this. We did not have that. So there was no like, hey, I am interested in this subject type thing. And without that, I was just like, I, I do not care about any of this. 
Yeah. Um, and then in college, it was like a, oh, I, was, I like learning about graphic design. This is a cool thing. And like the other stuff of like, oh, you have to take Spanish. as like a, I guess I will do what I can to muddle through this, but I just want to learn the what I want to learn. And it's kind of ridiculous that that is not the system that is in place. Uh, in fact, the whole ho- homework system is dumb to me. Uh, because it's a bit, just like, yeah, homework's a little. Yeah, it's just like a. Why don't you just let teach me what why I want to learn? Do this during class. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just Why don't you just teach me what I want to know, and then I we leave and stuff. Like I'm paying you. I'm paying for this, especially in college. The whole system. See you multiple days a week. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, the things the things uh weird, but yeah. Once I actually had some like interest in it. There was still in the graphic design classes where they're like, prove that you know uh, how to use your shutter speed in photography class by doing this. It's like, okay, I'm going to do the bare minimum to just kind of muddle through this. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be interesting. But I, I want to learn photography. Yes, I'm glad that you taught me this. But this, like, this is not what I want to create. I want to learn these skills so I can create what I want to create. And like, I uh, you know I took video editing and I'm able to make these podcasts. I wouldn't they would not let me turn in a podcast as a video editing class project. <laughs> um, but that's that's how I feel about school. But we should uh, go to housekeeping. Uh, go to lastgeek.com for links to the podcast on all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, as well as the video version on YouTube.com/lastgeek. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podchaser. It helps us grow and become more powerful. Uh, also, tell your friends about this podcast, please. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Or else. If you don't have friends, go to the library and ask to check out a friend. <laughs> hey, are there any friends here? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, go to a Discord server and say, will you be my friend? <laughs> go to Matt's Discord server and say, sure. will you be my friend? You're going to read out the invite link for your Discord uh, It's available somewhere. Go to my Twitch page. <laughs> I think it's there. <laughs> um, other Last Geek stuff you should check out. Go to lastgeek.com slash store for awesome merch from this show and other shows that exist, including a Last Geek crop top. Perfect for the time of the year where it's too freaking hot to wear a full shirt. Uh, Which is all the time when you look this good. You know what I'm talking about. Check out the newest Game A Corp uh, where we make the game Shark Spank. Which is funny because in a previous episode, we were just talking about <laughs> random game. Na- like we have a We have a channel that is like potential game names. And we were just reading off stuff from there. And then somebody who listens to the show came to our live show and was like, at the live show, people can like give us game ideas. I write them down on a piece of paper and then, and then, uh, we like read them out and pick and which say one. what the game is. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like decide which ones we're going to expand on. And so somebody who saw that, like, we're like, no, I want to, to hear about Sharks Bank. Uh, and, uh, and then, and then we had to do it live. <laughs> uh, Dungeons and Gamers is out on YouTube and podcast services everywhere. Matt, what's Dungeons and Gamers? 
I don't even know, honestly. I've been just trying to learn how to play Dungeons and Dragons this whole time, and then they brought these gamers in, and they were just, you know, confusing me. God. There's dice rolls, and you have to click on things because it's digital. I'm so sad that, like, we're now at the point in our lives where we're stuck with the name. I kept telling myself, <laughs> like, okay, we're just going to do that. We're just, like... It just happened to be like I created the Discord channel called the Dungeons and Gamers just for a thing, and then the name just kept going. But I was like, I will change it soon. And now we have a logo that Matt made, and now I guess we're just gonna keep living this lie. If you if you could change all the stuff right now, the Twitter handle, the show name, what would you make it? I mean, the I think the hope would be that like. We play, and then, like, a thing, ha- like, the team, the party gets, like, a name. Like, oh, we're the the bandits of Hoodledoo. Or, like... That sounds okay. The the hero... Uh, see, I was going to say heroes, but the, the group we're working with, I don't think any of us should be called heroes. What are, like, other D&D outfits? Where are their names from? I mean... Obviously, the big one is critical role, which is kind of a deal of like when you roll a twenty, you yeah. it's a critical role. But also, they were all voice actors, so it's like role as in like the role, but they spelled it wrong. Then. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's rivals of Waterdeep was a deal of like they are players in the city of Waterdeep. Um, there's things uh, like I've seen one for all, uh, which is a D and D series, which is like they show the one on a roll. One. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, that's right. I think I I suggested the natural twenties, like you know, instead of tens, we're we're twenties. You know. Okay, like, but oh man, he's a ten, but he's a twenty. I I have a <laughs> I a I have a feeling that has that's to be probably taken. taken. <laughs> that has to be taken, and then also like natural twenty is like if you're at all into D and D, like of course that like that is more familiar than natural ten would be. Yeah. Um I will say that one of the like top D and D podcasts right now, like I just looked on like the leisure section of iTunes and number three was Dungeons and Daddies. So it's like, well they're using the Dungeons and th- thing no. too. It does work better. It is better. <laughs> That flows a little. Better. It is better than ours. That wasn't to say Dungeons and Gamers isn't good, but Dungeons and Daddies is like, yeah, it's far that's... better. Yes, there's there's many better choices than the one that we are now existing in, and maybe at a certain point it'll change. Or also, there's the possibility that maybe I I like the idea of like no matter what happens, like this one stays existing. Like Katie keeps doing it, but I I am toying around the idea of running a D and D campaign. Which of course I would turn into content. It's legally required for me to. <laughs> Does it so, even need dungeons? You know, does it need to be dungeons and? Yes, because uh, if you see dungeons, then you automatically know. no. I mean, no, it doesn't have to be. But if you were gonna do, ah, uh, if you were gonna call it like, kobolds and, con condensation, like that's a D and D monster, and like I think you would as long as it has an end. I think. You might get an idea. Um, there's there's other options, but at a certain like the far the more episodes we make, the more we promote the name Dungeons and Gamers, 
the more locked in we are. I'm kind of surprised Dungeons and Gamers wasn't taken, but also I guess I understand. <laughs> it's not a great, especially for the concept of it's people who play tabletop games are also called gamers. So yeah, it's, it's literally called a hot hat a hat. Uh, but Gamer. if if any of these things uh seem cool, uh, you should follow the Twitter account Dungeons. If you're a gamer, then. <laughs> You should follow the Twitter account Dungeons Gamers on Twitter. All one word. We don't have an end in there because that's too many characters. Um, it'll give you cool updates when we do new episodes. We're doing a live stream, but it's you you won't see it. It already happened. It actually. already happened. Uh, Not if you're watching this live, but <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, it already happened. It just happened. Uh, you will be able to listen to the audio from that down the line in your video or podcast feed. So you should go subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, all the places so that when the new ones come out, you'll be able to see them and you can listen to part one, two and three of our first adventure. I farted at least once in it. My character farted. Oh, I thought you meant just then. No, at least once. I tried to fart twice. But the second one got cut out because none of you could hear it. We should become like the booty bandits. The booty bandits. Yes. Perfect. That will be. No, that's not. No. Um, also, this is actually a really cool thing that people should uh, check out and attend. I am doing an indie game showcase on Friday, August 28th at 8 p.m. Central Time uh, on Twitch.tv slash 2d con uh we'll be doing a uh indie game presentation um something similar to like a nintendo direct or a devolver showcase um followed by uh interviews uh with the game devs who are part of that showcase um so that will be a cool thing uh the video has been produced um it is good i've seen the seen it yeah how was it i thought it was pretty good i was like yeah this definitely feels like a digital direct event from Uh, a brand (laughs) or company yeah it's it was my first try and i don't think i did horrible uh so if you want to see what it would be like if i did an indie showcase or better yet want to see some cool indie games uh that you should be playing you should watch that indie uh showcase and then you can be like uh be in chat and be like i want to know why they put turtles in it and i will then see that chat message and say hello jeremy pippin in the chat would like to know why turtles and that's a great way to communicate with me to them space time uh, but this brings us to the end of the show where we ask Matthew, where can people find you? On the internet. Woo. Uh, Twitch. Yeah, let's start with Twitter. Twitter.com <laughs> slash Dilbert Pickled. Okay, now to Twitch. Twitch.tv <laughs> slash Dilbert Pickled. Hopefully I'll have, you know, plans to stream some more soon. Don't hold me to that, though. But, you know, maybe. You got an Instagram? Yeah, but I don't use it. You got a YouTube? Uh, Technically, yeah, I think I have 
the one associated with yeah dilbert pickled you got i don't think there's any videos there though i used to save my twitch vods and then upload them just privately there like years ago so i had them as like backup but i never did anything with them do you have a tiktok no Mm. i don't trust any permissions on any apps so i limit how many i use that's why i don't use instagram probably i said oh frick I should get rid of Instagram. Oh, okay. Quick, last minute news story. Hey guys, uh, don't buy an Oculus because you are now. Oh, re- you are now. Re- yeah, you are now. If you sign into an Oculus for the first time, you will be required to sign in with Facebook. I said every time someone bought an Oculus, I said with my human mouth, "That's a bad idea. You should buy a Valve Index." And I'm like, ah, oh, no, I want to. I don't want to play with wires. And I'm like. Okay, if that's if you want to pony up to Mr. Facebook and it's biting them in their ass. So there it is. There's the news. Good news if you already have an Oculus, you have till 2023 till you're forced to do it. Yeah, unless you buy new hardware. Oh. Cuz if yeah. yeah, if you're like, "Oh, I'll upgrade," they they're they're going to find an excuse to log you in at Just, some point. Yeah, get the get something else. Yeah. Their whole thing isn't worth having daddy war bucks on your butt um okay is that his name no i think it's zuckerberg zuck bucks zuck bucks (laughs) gotta give him them zuck bucks uh you can follow me on twitter good zuck (laughs) you can follow me at twitter at last geek (laughs) you can follow me at twitch.tv slash last geek plays you should follow me at youtube.com slash last geek because you will see things like each episode of Dungeons and Games, you will see this podcast there in video form. I've got a Fallout Fall Guys uh, background. Fallout Guys, I Fall. love Fallout Guy. I'm, I should add that as a Game Eight Corp game. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like Rock Band and <laughs> what Fall Guys. Uh, I was, but everyone's emo. I was gonna say it was like Fallout, but. Oh, Fall Guys. Okay. Well, maybe the yeah the setting instead of this happy world. But the soundtrack is Fallout Boy. Yeah, <laughs> you're going down, down in an earlier round. Um, uh, Twitter, uh, Twitch, Instagram dot com slash lastgeekplays, Facebook dot com slash lastgeek. If you got that Oculus and need to have a Facebook to log on into it, because that's another thing. Don't have a Facebook login? Too bad. You got to get one. Imagine a literal Facebook. I I won't. That is what <laughs> the dream of Facebook is. <laughs> um, TikTok.com slash last geek. Uh, yep. Uh, also, if you want this video game, just tweet it. Ready, said Gamecast on Twitter. RS Gamecast. That's the end of the show. Uh, thank you for listening. This went on longer than it should have, uh, but that's fine because that's we okay. we talked about college and Zuckbucks. It was great. There was a lot of side conversation, and that's what why they listen to a podcast about video games because literally, like you already and know, Adam Sandler. Yeah, you already know this news. If you were at the point in your life where you were listening to a video game podcast, you probably already know this stuff. But you don't know how we feel about Littlewood. And now you do. And for me, Littlewood sounds all right. That's my truth.
That is a great truth. Um, okay. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you again in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye.